with the sounds of Tory Lanez. This one's called Enchanted Waterfalls. Um, What's it called, Tory? Say that again. Enchanted Waterfalls, I think. Um, let me just make sure. Intention. Uh, I can't, oh, Gepa. Fuck. I can't use my mic if I go on my fucking Spotify. But let me just make sure before I butcher my song of the week. Yeah, bro. Make sure. Enchanted Waterfall. Okay, I was wrong. It's called Enchanted Waterfall. Enchanted. Yes. Okay. Um, is this a single? Chica. Oh, so no, no, no. It's uh, the first song from um, the latest project that's called Alone at Prom. It's using oh, 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 Alone at Prom. I haven't listened to that yet. That project is amazing. He re, he re uh, did the 80s vibes, and I love this. That's the opening one. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Crucify me, man. Amongst the cancelled artists, I'm definitely listening to Tory Lanez. Oh no, nah, man. I, I was never going to crucify you, bro. I still listen. I never stopped listening to Tory. To be honest with you. Oh really? Nah, not really. Why? Um, because for me, I kind of like I, I try to separate the artist from the art, so. So you still listen to R. Kelly? I, I never really listened to R. Kelly. So, no. What? Are you serious? No, I never really listened to R. Kelly. No, dog. Damn. So, no. I, I, <laughs> that that question doesn't apply to me. I never really listened to dude. I know a couple of his songs, but I never really listened to dude. Damn. You understand? But, yeah, man. I don't know. I never really stopped... Um, I actually discovered one of a project that like slipped my that that went um over my radar. The project I think is called Lona, some shit. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even notice that that came out, and then I just go like, oh shit! And then when I listen to yours, there's a bunch of bangers on that. So now yeah. for me, um, Tory Lanez, I fell in love. Tory Lanez outworked Bryson Taylor. When. Yeah. Uh, Remember when they both broke through? I was always a Tiller fan, and generally just because I judge my artists with albums, I'm still an albums listener. So, the first two albums by Bryson classics, even the new one, I've actually gotten to like it. Uh, but when you said Tory, the first two, there's only about two, right? He only has two. No, nigga, it's three albums. There's Trap So. Oh yeah, oh, there's three. There's three albums. My bad. Um, yeah, I like the first two, but I think I have what what do we call it demo? I just so I still really really fuck. I think the best one was the first one. Um, what you trap have to say? Trap soul was to say. Oh, trap soul is crazy. Yeah. Trap soul was was the one. Um, so when they both broke through, I was I was on the side of Taylor man, but. Tory Lanez outworked this nigga on every avenue. This nigga can rap, rap. This nigga can sing. This nigga will do a video. This nigga's moving independently. This nigga will outwork you in everything. Yeah. And on top of what he's facing this year, not to try to take us back to our cases, like, <laughs> podcast <laughs> we had last week, but 
Damn, bro. Yeah, no, that nigga crafts. He's got great work ethic. That work ethic. ethic. Yeah, man, and that's just amazing. His work ethic is to me that the standard of Chris Brown's work ethic. I'm not going to dispute that. That nigga, those niggas, man. Wiz Khalifa's work ethic. Fam, it takes currency's work ethic. Currency's work ethic. It takes like a different I mean, but it makes sense if you their work ethic matches their stardom. Because I don't think they'd be where they are if they didn't have the work ethic they have. It just makes sense. I think it would be a little weird if 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 it wasn't the case. See, I was complaining, I told you. I was with a friend on the phone uh, earlier on. I was telling her, yo, I'm struggling. She's asking me, why aren't you? Why haven't you been writing? Like, yo, I'm struggling. A colleague of mine was actually making fun of it. And she's like, yo, you haven't written like um, the normal pieces that people like from you in like three, four months. Mm. But that was the truth. And it gets more, I tweeted something like today on some, it gets more difficult to write every day because less and less things feel like worth saying. Wow, bro. <laughs> you didn't just... <laughs> oh, but it's like that. I've done that thing again and again. So I'm saying it's props to those niggas because I can imagine I'm a minuscule, minuscule artist compared to them, but I am struggling in terms of having to continue conveying a message, right? Every day. Yeah, bro. With that work ethic. But you're saying I didn't just... I didn't uh, just quote uh, the hello line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro. No, but, 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 but oddly enough, I, I understand. Oh, okay. I understand, bro. I get it. That's crazy. It's even the same thing with the podcast. Yeah, exactly. It's, you it, know, it gets, it gets a little more difficult each time because it's like, you need to stay on top of things. You need to pay attention to just what people like to talk about and what they like to listen to and engage and, and all of that, man. And then everything, all the extracurricular things that come with having it to begin with. You understand? Like the whole marketing thing, all of that. Ah, bro, it's a lot. It's a lot. I'll even I I take it further to that very, um, say, Hello, oh man, he was he was preaching on that song, dog. <laughs> that song, like that's one of, and to be honest, I like how that's how I was introduced to him. I like that hollow, that yo bro, that because I listened to that um, to that to that project, and that project is nice. It's way too nice, my nigga. No, I put you on that Hallow, particular man. song, but that particular song, River what River Road. Mm. Mm. Wait, I put you on to Hollow, right? Yeah, yeah. Alright. Yeah, well, you wait, you just wanted the props. <laughs> Is that what you Okay. No, it's just trying to figure out how we happen to um have listened to that album at the same time because that is also the first time I listened to Alo. Yeah, no, you put me on. I remember you you discovered him, and then I think you put me on the same day because I think the very first song you did listen to was River Road, and then you put me onto that song, and then that was my jam for a while. Like I have mm-hmm. this thing where if someone introduces me to a new artist and they and normally when people introduce you to new artists, it's they're playing what they think is their best song. And normally 
And normally I enjoy that song. So what I do is I will always listen to that song, Dorothy, until it bores me. And then I decide to go listen to the rest of the project. And the rest of that project is beautiful, man. Um, in that in that very same track he talks about the fact that uh <laughs> the honesty like in some of the music like you know the way I'd be honest when I listen back all I do is cringe it's the same thing with the art though when we're just having this conversation off mic and I was telling you the some things like, eh. yeah there's Maybe some there's that honesty here and there Sometimes I listen back and my takes are a little wild and I wish I could take it back, but I kind of can't, but I can because I can go <laughs> on the following week and be like, you know what, dog, what I said uh, last week. Yeah, I yeah, read some shit. I'm wrong. And, you know, because I can't imagine it rap. Niggas will come with an album four years later. Like, yeah, nigga, I've changed. I'm grown now. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, so for four years, people sat with this idea that this is how you do it. Yeah, bro, yeah. And, and you can, I can, I can only imagine it's worse with musicians because now you're going out and you got to perform this song where you're like, fuck, bitches, and now you're in love and shit. <laughs> you don't feel that way anymore, you know? That's, that's not who you are anymore. <laughs> bro. Ah. Uh, but love that song, man. If you if you if you do love Jack, excuse me. If you do love like introspective rap, check that check check that um, Jack Harlow out. Anyways, um, yesterday, how was your weekend, bro? Did I ask you this? How have you um, been? No, bro. Uh, I've been surviving, bro. Um, life, life, lives sometimes. And life's been lifing. Yeah, I'm gonna put it like that. Uh, but I'm but I'm okay. I'm dealing with it. Um, it. It's nothing that I didn't think would happen. Like the challenges that I'm facing aren't. They're not out of the blue. I low key knew that they would be there. That they would exist. So, yeah, I'm I'm handling it. I'm handling it. How's how's your How's your week been? Mm, it's been alright. Yeah, it's been alright, man. It's been it's been a good week. Yesterday went out. Yesterday, yay! <laughs> Where'd you go? <laughs> uh, Jong's dinner thing. Ah, uh, yeah, you told me about that. Where were you at? Um, can I not say the place publicly? Why not? I just What's with you out. in that, bro? I don't be like... Fam, do you... Sakile, we don't have a million listeners, but there be some people that are listening to this, fam. Oh? No. I don't like... I would not like... I would, this you is a podcast. So ideally... Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. I think you, you like to complicate your life. You were at a place. Yes. You decided, and you whether you enjoyed it or you didn't you're telling us about it now why would you not be specific about okay i was at this place i would just not like to specify that place why because i would just like to keep it like that the point of this conversation is never the place it is always about what happened at the dinner Ooh. 
but you have no you have moved the entire you have shifted the entire focus to the listeners now even wanting to know where the place is is ideally they would have never given a fuck uh i i don't i don't think so but i (laughs) (laughs) anyways um i eventually went out because you know you know when niggas call you and i'm happy he eventually said this to me later on but you know when a nigga calls you and he's like yo fam so what you what you doing tonight and you and i know it's the nigga's birthday right mm. like oh, nothing fam just chilling um i actually just got to the crib eh? i think i'm gonna settle down start making myself a meal he's like uh all right all right, all right my nigga um we're about to do dinner with so and so and you know trying to join us <laughs> and i'm like oh and then he's like yo nah dog i know you don't be liking to go out you know it's, it's cool it's fine i understand if you don't want to pull up i'm like i shop i'm a pull up dog and i and i i'm so glad i did that because i think it really did mean a lot to him showing up Yeah, because later on, even it's like, yo, I, I do appreciate this nigga, man, for even pulling up. So it's like, ah, shit, What, he man. made a speech? Not, 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 not even. We're just talking. And he said that. Oh, this is just a conversation for y'all. Yeah, yeah. In passing. Um, so I, it did hit me like, oh, shit, man. Like your friends sometimes. Um, it means a lot to them when you do something that is out of your comfort zone for them. I mean, for me, it could have been, yo, he knows I don't like going out. And because that place is, like, quite public also, he would have properly understood if I was like, yeah, dog, nah, not in the mood to do it. But just you showing up for people. Look at the difference that it can make. Yeah, man. Um, people do appreciate these things. But sometimes they don't. I think instead of appreciation, some people feel as if, well, you kind of have to, you my nigga. So, you know, it's that entitlement thing. And I mean, you kind of have to show up if I'm inviting you for some shit, especially if it's like a monumental thing as my birthday. Like if I invite you to a place, I really don't care that you don't like that place. You have to come. And if you don't, I'm looking at you in a certain way. True. Um, I, I just didn't think it was that deep with him. <laughs> that's what oh, he'd be like he doesn't, he doesn't strike you as a sentimental type yeah niggas have feelings bro it's the ones that act like <laughs> that give a fuck the most <laughs> okay <laughs> niggas have feelings bro <laughs> so, so especially the one that you think doesn't care really cares a lot <laughs> I also I also discovered that about someone about someone this this, this weekend Um, mm-hmm. We were talking, bro, and they were just. I'm not gonna say everything they said because some of the shit they said was a little. I told you about this, but um, it just occurred to me that they they are aware of some of um they appreciate some of the things that happen in their lives regarding other people. The simple mm-hmm. fact that you like were able to answer the phone or you got back to me. They appreciate that. You understand? And I didn't think that he appreciated that. Um, I didn't at all, for my reasons, of course. But 
yeah, it'd be the ones, it'd be the ones that act like they have a hard exterior that really care. They really do. But of course, niggas never like to talk about that shit. But hey man, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I see yeah, it all man. the time. I pee, but I don't say much. Eventually, it was a great night, man. It's a great night. Usually, my perfect type of thing, you know, no one to pick me around what 7 30 she dropped me back around 10 <laughs> perfect perfect busiso setup man quick three you hours don't, you, know, you don't like smooth. you don't like staying out late yeah bro nigga i, I got a demanding job mm. Mm. Okay. i need to be up tomorrow morning what are we doing for seven hours? <laughs> Somewhere, you're drinking. You drink now, mostly. So, like, yeah, you'll be drinking and having fun and interacting. Don't you like talking to people? I mean, you've said that here numerous times that you do like talking to people. So, you know. Not, I don't usually, like, enjoy talking to drunkards in, like, those environments. Yeah, but it's it's different. But this was different. How is it different? I get annoyed. I don't like talking to people that are drunk when I'm not drunk. But if I am, it's different. I don't really be even getting like booze drunk. It's not about getting booze drunk. It's about being... um, It's about... What do they call it? Um, Catching a vibe. You caught the vibe, which is you being tipsy. So that's how you... I think I enjoyed yesterday because it was really like close friends. People I always enjoy being around when I'm sober <laughs> or not. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, all the people but... that all the people that were there were your friends, or people you yeah. like being sober on. Um, no, the people that I was in my corner with. It was quite empty. Yo, with, yo, with... when people, yo, do you do you think that ideally would you like it if if when people invite you to places? and they are going to be other people that they tell you these other people and prepare you if you're the type of person that needs that sort of preparation people that know me know that's how that goes you know this come on yeah um now do you think that people, that's give me the phone who's there that? my nigga what's happening do you think they i'm the master that? of being able um i heard i i, I saw someone complaining about the summary and some some people don't know how to mix their crowd of friends. Like you be taking the wrong friend to your other crowd of friends, and now they just don't mix. Oh, I think oh, I yeah, do. No, that's fam. That's your bro. I learned that a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> that you have to know the type of friends that you can bring together and the type that will clash. You mm-hmm. have to know that. Like, I, I've tried that, Noom, I think I've, I might have tried that with you at one point with, like, a certain group of friends. I'm not sure. I think I might have. And that shit didn't, work, didn't out. work out. That shit didn't work out, bro. <laughs> it's sad, though, because now you kind of need to, um, you need to pull yourself in different directions because you know that these people don't like these people. So if I'm ever having an event which Sakita ideally never has but if I were to ever have an event I need to maneuver those things 
now i need to decide on whether i'm inviting these people or i'm inviting these people but they can't exist with each other <laughs> yeah, I, I usually, i've never had a situation where i bring someone where you know they just don't fuck i've never taken you to people that you didn't fucks with have i uh, uh, let me see to people that i didn't fucks with nah um, Nah. nah, never, never, man. Uh, I'm thinking about the people that I don't like, and I don't think I met them through you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, even Dante. Oh was no, but there's one dude. You know that one dude. I remember now. But okay, no, but no you can't count that dude because I'm telling you the situation, the day when you met that dude, you guys were vibes. What happened yeah. after was between you guys as man, but. That that it's not like you met through me and didn't vibe at that moment. Mm, yeah, still though. That's your no, that's no, 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 no. It's very different, bro. We're talking about people that don't know circles that shouldn't meet. You and that. Okay, dude. I'm gonna pivot this though. I'm gonna pivot this though. Into um, what? Um, when you when your friends when your friends that you've linked linked up with each other they don't fuck with each other anymore for whatever reason right mm-hmm. and if you still really want them both in your life are you going to make the effort to try and stitch up the relationship of course even when one of them tells you explicitly no he's being childish he's gonna get over it is he and he's gonna realize at the end of the day okay, that... fuck, this, no. fuck this hypothetical shit nigga you think i'm being childish? <laughs> <laughs> fuck this you think i'm being childish a bit why because you just will have to listen to another man say he's sorry no that's and why wouldn't I, I, don't, you... I don't yeah but i don't need his apology you know what i mean dog we have a whole podcast to do hey <laughs> <laughs> cool cool that's cool you're into this shit dog into this shit all right, man. Welcome to another fantastic episode of the Open Earth Podcast. My name is Busiso Jamini. Those that know me call me the Pan Addict, aka the Hood Shakes. B. I'm never look. My boy Shakes, what it do, my G? Yo, come on, Johnny Down. Steady chilling, my nigga. Except boy. <laughs> so, it's talking to a, a young lady. And she was commending me and like my ad- abilities to do like house chores yeah mm-hmm. oh my god oh you can like clean for i wonder why a girl <laughs> it doesn't really shock girls when they meet like niggas that are clean because i'd be thinking they're just going extra now oh yeah, my god like oh my god you're so clean and you like can cook for yourself and do like every like house chore thing for yourself now Yo, 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 thank it, you, it does, bro. It, I'm surprised that you're surprised. It does. You've seen it. Really? Yes. You've seen it. Excuse me. You've seen it. When? Where, though? What do you mean, where, Spussy? So, you and I spoke about this not too long ago. Like, niggas won't even change their, their what's this thing, their pillowcases. Okay. We've spoken about this. <laughs> hey, bro, why? <laughs> like, fam, come on. We, we I, this, I, I'd be thinking the niggas change it when they know that girls are coming over. 
I know some niggas that don't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't do shit for the homies. But yeah, nah. Like it's, they, they are surprised when that happens because I think in their minds, niggas just aren't. Not to say that we're dirty, but we aren't as clean as they are a lot okay, of yeah. the time. Okay, and plus, exactly. meaning I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm also like a Ted OCD-ish. So, maybe... Yo, what's with you? What? What's with me and what? Nah, it's not just you, bro, but it's, a, it's just a question that I've always had. Um, you think you're OCD? Just a bit, not too much. Why? I can't stand dirty environments. What is OCD, bro? Doesn't it have to do with um, an obsession with cleanliness and order? Yes, I think so. So, so yeah. you have, so you have, so you, so you have an obsession with that. It's an obsession. Okay, really, my, yeah, my line of question. I, is I really am not. I'm, I really am not comfortable around the dirty environment. Mm. Yeah, but you can you can. So that's what I'm saying. One thing, it's one thing to not be comfortable in a dirty environment. It's another thing to be OCD. You understand? That's why I never said I'm OCD. I just said I'm a tad OCD. I don't know. I think I, I'd, I'd honestly just prefer it if you didn't use that. I I I think I'd prefer it if you just said I just like a clean place and that's it. Because I think, um, I think, I think you, you but I've seen other people that say they like, I've seen environments think, of other I think people that claim to like clean environment. Huh? I've seen other people that claim to like clean environments. And what? And, and yet they don't. Hey, man. Yeah, but my, <laughs> my, my, my point here is that like, I don't think you should use. Yes, that's why I, that's why I'm always, OCD. I never say I'm OCD. I always say I'm a Ted OCD-ish, probably. I don't know what it is, bro, but I think a lot of people have this thing, and this isn't directed at you at all, but I think a lot of people have this thing where they like to self-diagnose. But it's cool, Sakili. You should let people self-diagnose. It's fine. Dog, I don't let think us our symptoms. Huh? Let us just Google our symptoms and then figure out what we, you know. Okay. That's cool. Let us be. What's your problem with it? My problem with self-diagnosing? Yeah. Is that I think when you self-diagnose, you might just... You can convince yourself of something. You can convince yourself that... If it's not harmful, Like, it's not harmful. If people think they're OCD, so they just become clean, maybe that could solve the world. Let's 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 make being OCD trend. I think let's make being OCD trend, my nigga. I think the streets would be better. I think, you know, so many uh, girls could be cleaner. <laughs> many girls could be clean. Why did you just go to girls? <laughs> yeah, bro. These bitches be dusty. <laughs> uh, okay, so so according to Google, right? Let me let me just hit the OCD shit. 
uh, Google uh, says OCD is obsessive compulsive disorder and it's mm-hmm. it's having a tendency towards excessive orderliness, perfectionism and great attention to detail. Oh shit, now you're really leading me to say I'm OCD. Just say that again and you know me, nigga. Having a tendency towards excessive orderliness, perfectionism and great attention to detail. Those Honestly, two, those last with two. This, nah, I think with you it's one great attention to detail i don't think you're a perfection i'm i'm not i don't think you're a perfectionist i don't think you're i don't think you have excessive orderliness i think you're just orderly and that's it not excessive i not think even, i'm not even in the least i think not i'm even in the least i think i'm you know how I'm, I, know? I think i'm definitely a perfectionist and i think my great attention to detail puts me into into, into that definition you, you, you know how i know for instance that you're not very um you're not excessively orderly mm-hmm. when 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 people come to your house you don't make them take off their shoes you don't give them flowers um, to walk around the crib i do no i'm dead serious like not everybody of course but generally that's what i do if i have a guest they take their shoes that's just having, that's just having, also like when you, and and when you say having a guest you're talking about a female nigga i know what that is <laughs> okay <laughs> don't try to spin that i know what that is what is that what is that what is that what the fuck is that if you get but niggas take their shoes off when they get to my crib if you get her to remove one piece of clothing at the door it's just easier for her to start moving everything else i know how that goes no (laughs) (laughs) i know how that goes don't tell me about it i don't play your games i'm a gentleman so all i do is i just hand the lady some flops and then i offer a t-shirt because you see i'll be blazing too much you offer her a t-shirt which means that she needs to take off what she has on you see what i'm nigga oh that's if she wants to my g and that's if she's my nigga what if you're not comfortable taking off the shoes that she's got on to put on yours oh you ain't getting in my crib with those shoes (laughs) you're lying you see that's the thing you're lying you're not gonna Sakile, if a female walks into your house and she respects you but she doesn't take her shoes off she's not respectful to the space that she's getting into i'm not disagreeing with that i'm saying i don't think that you would be like you're not coming into my house i would i would not i'm not easy but <laughs> look at your name drop <laughs> oh shit god <laughs> My but my nigga don't listen to the part, dog. My nigga don't listen to the part. But I would never, I would never like make a scene. But in general, I've never encountered this before. But if any woman just decided to walk straight into my crib without taking her shoes off, okay. But I think you see that that could become okay. a different thing because I think certain people didn't grow up just. When you go into someone's house, you take off their shoes and certain people. Yeah. I noticed that when I grew when I was growing up. And my house, I did we didn't grow up. I didn't grow up like that. But I picked up when certain people would visit me, they'd literally take their shoes off when they come into the house. And when exactly. I went to some other You never do houses, that because you when you walk into the crib, you put flops on. That was me. But ever meaning anywhere that I went to, if I went to other no, people's I'm, houses. I'm ideally even walking into the crib with my flops on, you understand? So it's it's not that. 
but I think certain if, people just grow up like wherever that. you wherever you went as a kid, did you ever put your shoes on when you went to people's houses? When I went to people's house, you know what I would you know what I would do because I remember an eye timer from like a really young age. If I'm going to someone's house that I'm not familiar, I'm going to let someone else walk in first and see how they behave. However they copy. behave, my nigga. Nah, nah. So if you if you walk in with me and you see me not taking my shoes off, you're not going to take yours off? I'm, fam, I'm going to assume that you've been to this place before and it's okay. No, I'm not. Because I didn't grow up like that. Like That's oh. not even, that's some shit that at my house it never happened. Fam, I've had, I've had like, like, I've had my mom ask one of my niggas, like, oh, why are you taking off shoes off, bro? Yes, see, there's you know so I mean? many, there's so many situations where you, you be like that, but that needs to be the host who says that. Yeah, but here's the Where thing. Where I come from. You, you, it's not you, you I it's think, never. I think, I think you would only find out. Okay, so, so what you're saying is, I should take off my shoes, and if they ask me why I'm taking them off, then I don't have to take them off. Yes. But ideally, in every situation, I should just go there and take my shoes off. That's how I was raised. I, I wasn't raised was like that. So I wasn't raised like that. I wasn't. They never taught you to take your shoes off. Nigga, I just, what if I just explain? Yes. No, you were talking about. I just explained to you. I just explained to you, nigga. Bro, I have asthma, I've had so my I mom never will. Someone, yo, why are you taking your shoes off? That's also my mom, but I'm telling you now. What did your mom teach you when you had to go be a guest somewhere? Because oh, nigga, all our moms had to keep she us. Just, yes, group. bro. She just said follow the rules of that place. That's it. Follow the and rules you, of that place. So you're telling me your first instinct when you walk to another person's house is to see what every other person is doing before you decipher what you do in terms of taking your shoes off or not. Yes. And I'm saying to you, the first instinct should always be the respectful manner of taking your shoes off. I'm not, fam, what is this? <laughs> but nigga, I'm telling you that this is how I grew up. Now, your your scenario, this this thing, I can apply it now, but I didn't know that before. And I it for me it was just always just look how everyone else behaves in this area. They behave that way. And that's nah, it. Dog, if but, no one takes their shoes off, I'm not taking mine either. But getting getting back to our initial thing, I, th- I think if any girl just walked into my crib and didn't take her shoes off, uh, looking at that a bit differently because it says something about how she's just respecting the space that she's walking into i don't know man i think you're something i just think you're nitpicking a little but i but also obsessive attention to detail (laughs) what was that thing Yo, bro, you really want to get you really want to be put in that box. Cool, bro. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> no, I it's cool, dog. I'm not OCD, in that box Thank you. I'm not OCD. I'm a tad OCD, guys. Understand but, that. But if ever, let's make OCD being cool. I think out of all the things that we've made cool in life, that OCD food did that. Sh- oh, shit, Zakes. Did you see the peas think- that are flying around? Oh, you're not on Twitter, damn. What? 
Does this emoji, what does this emoji, the P mean? The P? <laughs> the what? Alright, my nigga, you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Let me keep it moving. But I was telling okay, you. You're, you're, to- you're talking about like um, making OCD cool, right? Okay. Nah, I was done. I was done with the conversation. What is What? What do you want to ask? I'm sorry. What about people that make certain things that shouldn't be cool? Cool, like there's this there's this thing that I've picked up on, and and maybe I'm wrong for blaming it on musicians, but I think they've paved the way into firstly starting the conversation, which is cool. But um, people have when I when I spoke about self-diagnosing, I think a lot of people have self-diagnosed themselves and said they have depression or they suffer from depression or they have trauma all of these you see all of these words that are very present these days um okay people are talking about like their mental health and whatnot and granted i think there are a lot of people that feel that way right but i think that um the people that have openly said it that that's what they go through and that's how they feel that's why I'm, I'm directing it towards musicians but it's not just them but I'm, that's the part I'm on um, I think they've almost made it cool to say that you have these problems to say that you go through these things what you think am I tripping to preface all of this in this podcast we are on record of how much we, we we care about mental health and raising awareness and all of that. But come on, man. You niggas ain't depressed. You just broke. You just broke. You don't want to take accountability um, of your actions. You don't want to do something. Fam, obstacles are always going to be there. Mm. Yeah. I'm not depressed. I'm broke. At least I'm honest. <laughs> Yeah, you're honest, buddy. But I, I think too many people have it's a trend, bro. Like when you listen to certain artists and like Bexilangabani, who am I gonna use, bro? It's cool to be depressed now. It's it's we in that yeah, generation. It seems cool to be depressed. And and the way that I'm viewing it is whenever you interact with someone new, you try to find ways of connecting with them, right? And I think one way that people have tapped into is by showing that you kind of go through certain things, i.e. this depression thing or, uh, or whatever, or whatever trauma, or, you know, all of these things, bro. And it, it feels to me that people misdiagnose themselves. People say that they're depressed. People say that they have trauma. But I think some of the trauma that people have experienced is because of them. Um, people aren't depressed. Like you said, you just broke, bro. You understand? Um, dog, it's just... And maybe I'm not, I'm not articulating this in the right way, but... Yeah, I think people need to chill. I don't to be know. honest with you. I really do. I don't know if it's self at the end of the day, bro, because uh, anything I say now might be, excuse me, misinterpreted as being insensitive towards mental health. 
and as a mental health advocate there's nothing i can say more than what we you've already said um i think let's really dealing with something find a way to deal with it let's have the conversations to raise awareness um yeah man let's have the conversations around suicides and whatnot but i don't like how it it then seems emma you know downers and all of that seem like the new depressants they seem like the new cool drugs and all um i don't subscribe to all of that the said music should you know it should yeah the sad music should see that that's why i wanted to use um musicians because they are very present in this and they feel and uh, not to say that they don't go through these things because they probably do but they have made it um what's the they've desensitized it am i saying that correctly that's that's just cause record labels got hold of the fact that you know now being a said artist sells so they're trying to do another triple x they're trying to have another triple x or have another juice world because there's a business in it i mean there's a business even in hollywood of and in capitalism in general all they do is they tap into people's fears and and manipulate trauma. emotions yeah, they manipulate those emotions so right now it's an entire business and i guess it is what it is there's nothing we can do but oh, let's just be with those words and those things man let's make sure that we are very careful and um, mindful yeah you know let's raise awareness but don't be telling be people of, 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 don't be telling people you're depressed when you're not because um you're, you're it makes a mockery of the people that are really people. yes but then i think also it has a tendency to become real you might think you're depressed but you're lying to yourself because you're not um, and then you and then you start getting really depressed and then you start, <laughs> yeah and then you start getting really depressed and then you realize oh shit i wasn't depressed this entire time but now i am <laughs> because i've been speaking the words and saying to them saying out loud to everyone or to anyone that could possibly listen that yo i'm depressed and guess what buddy now you are depressed and now shit's hit the fan things are a lot harder now because it's actually real so yeah man i don't know like i'm always saying i think everyone should just go see a therapist but they're expensive it's sad i don't please let me lead us out of this dark thing said we were having a light for today um so i was telling you <laughs> Exactly, I was so embarrassed the other day, yeah. Some some girl I know was moving into a certain place, so she was calling me. And tell her what's in the seat that I forget Emma Emma blinders. Why did you hey hey hey? No, I hey 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 because I also You don't know who put my blinders. I don't know blinders. how to put blinders up to you. I had to my nigga Modi had to put my blinders up. So, so why couldn't you just be honest with her and tell her yo I couldn't do that? 
I did, bro. But I felt like my manhood was shrinking. <laughs> it's like, oh, come on, you can't even put up blinders, bro. You can't put a blinder up, bro. It ain't really even that complicated. I mean, Modi, when Modi did it, I never tried it. Um, so I can't say that I don't know how to do it. I've just never tried it. Yeah, Maybe I'm just... If, if you know me, I'm really not a handsy person. I'm horrible with, like, handiwork. Okay. So, shit, dog. Yeah, and I'm working on that, dog, because ish. Yeah, man. Who wants yes, a husband? It's necessary, bro. Trust. It's necessary. It's really, it's really necessary, necessary, dog. And I picked it up, uh, Pella, when we were, when we were like, <laughs> when, I was, when I was starting to live alone, like, putting blinders up. Oh, shit. That's complicated. Can you change the light bulb? Yeah, nigga. Come on now. Hey, yeah. bro, I don't know. I don't know really? why you don't know how to do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you just told me. You just told me you didn't know how to put up blinders. I don't know. Hey, damn shit. Nigga. That's, that's, that's a lot. There's a lot that goes on in that blinder thing in my jig. Yeah. But I just felt... I just felt like the the points from that girl because it was a girl I was talking to. I felt like talking damn. to like how like you're trying to you were trying to get to know her like that. Yeah, bro. Hmm. Yeah, and she'd be talking to me a little bit funny after that conversation. Uh, <laughs> I can have shifted. Yeah, I felt an energy shift, my G. <laughs> Like, there's no longer any respect. That shit doesn't exist anymore, bro. Oh, like, <laughs> you know, but, uh, can we talk about this? Like, uh, and this is completely different. Women have game. I think, and and I think women have more game than men. It's just okay to you, my nigga. Yo, dog, this hand the other day was yo, bro. It was wild. I was so caught off guard. Like, oh, wait, 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 what? This hand was really giving me game. Like, for you real. Huh? You didn't? Why is this shocking you? Because I've always thought that niggas had more game. Mm-hmm. And you know how I can argue that? <laughs> yeah. No, but I can argue that. Try and argue it. Let me just laugh at okay. you. Okay, check this out. Um, I think the reason why men would think that women have more game is because... It's always, it's disarming to a man when a woman flirts It's very disarming. It's extremely, have you ever had someone just flirt with you It's very disarming. It's like, oh shit, oh. I mean, I wasn't thinking about that. Not that you're not pretty or anything, but. You if know. I don't like her, it's very disarming. If I don't like the bitch, if it's a bit, you know, if I like her, damn, she's progressive. And I love progressive. Yeah, yeah, it's okay to be progressive. But what I'm saying is it always catches you off guard. And because it caught you off guard, that's precisely why it always works. Now I should start talking to the younger bitches, my nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I can't believe you said that to me. <laughs> Can't believe you said that to me. I'm not talking to the younger bitches, but my point here is that it always catches you off guard, bro, and that's why it works. 
you were not expecting this hunt to just out of the blue flirt with you because in your mind whenever anything of that nature happens you are the one to initiate it it's like you sending it's like when a hunt sends you a risky text normally if you're the one sending a risky text you know that it's risky and and you kind of avoid your phone until you get that response and it's on oh then it worked out or maybe it didn't but if she sends that risky text first fam the chances of you just responding in a very happy way showing her that oh shit yes girl whatever you want yes they are higher than when you do it my nigga you got to talk to the young bitch that's all i'm saying what are the young bitches been running game on you oh my nigga damn bro they crazy <laughs> <laughs> They will shock you. <laughs> them youngins, them youngins really be on you like that, boy. Bro, not on me. <laughs> Don't put it like that. Don't put it like that. Like, them youngins me. really like penediction, huh? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, shit, dog. Yeah, them youngins. <laughs> nah, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm secured for the future. Ah, <laughs> uh, so I no man understand now, fam. Them youngins really be on you like that. So you be telling me. Ah, dog. Yeah. Yeah. But young I'm saying like the younger, gener- the younger generation, the younger generation, the younger generation is more um direct with what they want than you know our our queens. That are our ages, you know, like the younger queens. And generally, man, your wife is younger than you six. Do you think you're gonna get married to a girl that's your age? No. So But yeah. It's crazy, how if you, it's crazy how if you asked me this a few years ago, I would have said yes. Dog, Han, that's your age. Ain't even looking at you right now, dog. She trying to get married to a 30 year old nigga. She trying to talk to a 35 year old nigga. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I remember us having this conversation on on. Remember that last party did before I left. Yeah, we already had this this conversation. But um, hey, bro, do you think that though this is taking away from the man part of pursuing someone, like the shit that gives a man pride that yo I actually went out to get you. You still got to run game when a girl like again when girls run game um away from the jokes that I was just telling. Women just hint dog. So even when she says even what we say is up front it's it's never really um more than what men have to do. Because she just hints Bam. and then you take over. I know you made the joke about the young girls but that's actually how the young girls do it. They are extremely direct. They are extremely direct. I'm talking about like you don't have to it's like it's it's the analogy that that we that we niggas use. They would see except it good the goalkeeper all you have to do is just pass that shit into the net and it's in. Then you that's I mean? different. Then that's different. Then that's a bit weird than shooting your shot because it's different a girl that shoots her shot and a girl that's aiming for you those are two different things 
Yes, it puts but you hand, off as a man. Ninety percent of the time, that the hand shooting her shot is aiming at you. That's two. Those are two different things. A hand can shoot their heart. They are shot by um, talking about you about a song, and then just like that, yellow talking. She can take initiative where it's initiative from a woman. But if now it's more of more than just that if she's leading the direction you, you can see what's up that's aiming for you if she's laughing at every you know but in a subtle way there's a self you know women do it in a classy nonchalant but interesting way you ever you ever talk to a girl that you're interested in and and it and they and within you talking there's that moment where you're like yes this hand likes me for sure yes that's what i'm talking about well you guys are talking about something completely unrelated <laughs> you're talking about music or you're just talking about life or the stats and there's just going to be something she says and you you're like oh okay this is the direction you are see that's that's shooting her shot she's showing interest but and then there's a good thing is okay yeah but then again i'm about to say that's game but it isn't because when you're flirting with someone you can always kind of tell it's game because that's flirting it's game and if she initiated that flirt it's game <laughs> it's definitely okay. game yeah hey man like yeah girls girls really have game yeah bro like some some <laughs> of the time bro i'm putting all i put on my socials is like music and whatnot and whatnot right and there'd be just a song and maybe i'd be lying to myself right and you know when someone just comes in and comments about a song i'm like damn bro yo yo <laughs> your description is a bit more precise than i thought you really listen to Absol man <laughs> mm. so I, remember, I, I i read this this thing the other day where ahan was like she 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 really appreciates of course the the mutual thing if the person she's talking to likes music so now if they like the same music cool so now she she suggests music to this dude and this dude and she takes her time to then come back to him and ask him but when she finally asks him um but he, he becomes extremely descriptive like extremely descriptive <laughs> and i think i heard some on a pod somewhere but it's like when she it was so descriptive that she hit up google oh yeah yeah we talk yeah, yeah yeah i know this girl you're talking about she told me the same story <laughs> she found the exact oh yeah yeah i think it was on the pod yeah she found the exact um um the exact definition and thing i was like whoa that nigga was a trip i can never do i can never fake love music i can never yeah. fake love music nah, i can never fake love music i can never fake love music dog that's trash do you think you could fake love anything else um not really no girls usually like if a girl likes you she's going to like you for what you are for what for what you are yeah but i'm not talking about come to what you nigga 
that's what I mean. Could you ever fake like could you ever fake like anything? Never. Have you ever faked anything with a woman? <laughs> no. Okay. I don't fake. I, I just don't fake in general. I'm not in the habit of faking anything. Mm, so you so you've never you've never like faked a little. Oh, no, girl, it's okay. You know, like you, yeah, I appreciate that, but you really don't. What is it that I could say I appreciate, but I don't though? Cooking. I wish I could. Like, no, maybe give me an example. Have you ever her faked cooking, bro? What? Her cooking. Maybe her cooking is trash. Uh. But you understand the effort that goes into cooking, so you be like, yeah, I like it, but you don't. Nah, That's fake love, isn't it? Nah, yo, dog, I be, I be so lucky. Most of the girls I get can like cook. There was just one girl that went crazy, dog. Oh shit! I told her. <laughs> she went crazy. How she wasn't doing what she was supposed to be doing. Yeah, she wasn't doing what she was supposed to be doing, my nigga. And yet she likes to be in the kitchen. Oh, dog. It's it's worse it's worse when she actually thinks she can cook. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, that, this ain't hitting for me. Ah, oh, wait, I think I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is testament. Yo, but this is testament, bro. That like, I, I think women have this idea that men don't talk, and like we do. They just don't listen. Like we do, bro. They just don't listen, though. But I try to communicate, man. I I can't be fake about anything. Like some of them, I'm trying to think of maybe somewhere where I've had like a lie, um, to try get someone. Nah, man. Music generally, no, I can't. I just be lucky, um, to get like people that you you know can appreciate a certain type of music that you also appreciate. So. That's dope, man. I've never had to fake love a movie. People are telling me about fake loving a show. What? No, that's why. Fake loving like a a, no, a show that you guys watch together or some shit like that. Yeah, could you <clears throat> could you be with someone who hates the pod? Who hates the pod? Mm. I'm not talking about like it's one thing to not like it, but hates it. And hates it and hates it and hates it only because only because she she sees it as you're not being private about your life. Also it depends on how you poured, right? I think okay, that's of course. Really important. Okay. Are you, okay. Are you guys having now, are you guys having now you know, when are you healing conversations? Ask me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the that's the scenario. I'll yeah, even if you put like us, I still think we have a responsibility to keep to keep the conversations that we have with the people that we have private. I mean, there's this there's a lot of conversations. I've told you, hey, maybe we can't have those conversation now because me having a just now a friend of mine is going through that situation. They might pick that and not like that. So yeah, I think exactly. it's very it's also on you as the the part the partner that's poding. 
to understand that to understand that and have the maturity enough to know that hey i'm throwing jokes um but maybe i might not throw a joke that's like this because it might touch this person in a certain type of way but also um your partner should also not be too touchy <laughs> because some of the things are just jokes and you've heard a life before so yeah, when but, you talk yeah, about like, I mean, bro you can't you can't tell her not to be touchy you know mm, what i mean she should understand this is performing arts <laughs> oh Ooh. okay <laughs> <laughs> this is performing arts it just be like that baby girl all right <laughs> yeah and man this this this, this pod benta and all of that so she 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 that she, she should understand i understand if she's not a fan I, i don't expect a partner to be like a fan of your work but i'm expecting but I a mean, partner god damn it man it would slap if, if if she was like how nice would i don't it be? know like have you ever fam have you have you been with anyone that likes the pod nah but do you imagine how nice that would be or or am i just alone on this one nah, i'm not sure dog i don't know cuz fam i've i've never been with anyone that liked it i've just never been with like women that are fascinated with my work in general like anything artistic some of them yeah do think yeah yeah you dope dog you do your shit but i've just never had like the people that really enjoy it or are like fans of it never really dated any of them okay but is it so it's not important to you that they like it nah as long as you support it that's enough for me like Just someone you, like it. do you think the masses right people in general do you think that it matters a lot to people that their significant other likes their line of work cheddar yeah I think that would be really nice for some other people. For me, I don't even really consider it. <laughs> so you don't care. I don't at all. I manage Okay, I okay. Just... Now, with you not considering it, right? Is there anyone that you've been with and you cared about their line of work or is it always just a mutual thing? When you don't when they don't give a fuck about yours, you not that you're doing it on purpose but you just also don't give a fuck about that um i do but i'm very when when it comes to like work to me it's also like finances yeah um unless you're running a business um i don't like to feel like i'm imposing so mostly i'll be with people that are like in careers where I know nothing about what you're doing. And but do you ever take an interest? I do of course. Know. Of course as we have the conversations, of course I'll learn something. Like if you're into accounting, you know why do you love accounting? Like who's like I'll be knowing accountants or the history of that thing, not purely based on my interest for that, but I had a conversation with someone that's interested in that. Mm. So those are the conversations we'll be having and of course because I'm just going to ask you how was your day yo I atinamhlabesi busy payroll or whatever so now I know what that is or how much work goes into that Yeah damn man you 
you are a considerate boyfriend whatever the hell you might be dog i'm thinking fam i've had women who trivialize what i do <laughs> they were like oh that's all you want to do they like well yes that's crazy okay yeah when I, that's 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 very demeaning and i don't like that it's one oh, thing to not be a fan of the poet of which but, i respect yes, but you you must respect what the poet means to me yeah boy so it's one thing not being the biggest fan and i'm cool with it but to not support me to not show any interest in something that i love so much and care about something that i put in such high don't don't ever trivialize my dream i'd look at you differently what about those that acknowledge that the- <laughs> What about those that okay now I'm not talking about like your significant other but I'm just talking about people in general. Like what about those that acknowledge that the pod exists but they don't acknowledge that it's What about people that choose the wrong time to acknowledge that you do the shit you do? I don't give a fuck. Mm. Well, I really I'm do it. Not. I don't well, really for, do it. I don't yes, I don't do it for your recognition, but don't don't fucking talk to me about it at the wrong time. You know how I feel about those dudes. I'm just not in the mood to talk about that today. Um <laughs> new music, man. New music. Um Joey Badass. Did you listen to it? Yeah, I did. How do you feel? Um it was a, it was the video was impeccable it was great spy i like what he's doing um i like the ventures he's he's going into the acting i think he also partly directed this shit um i'm a big fan bro i'm a big fan of the moves and i like how the rap is still there it's still there it's nice it's nice uh the beat the beat was great the the idea about it was great to me it seemed a little reminiscent of his role from 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 50 cent shit it seemed very reminiscent of that um yeah i liked it what do you think i hate that shit dog oh yeah yeah as a song i genuinely don't like it i think i know joey raps so it can never be a horrible song I didn't like the beats. It's too movie like it's on soundtrack. I knew the video was going to be impeccable, but because yeah, but I already you, Yeah, but the you, song. you should have known that it was going to be soundtrack like just of the fact that from the preview that was soundtrack ish. You expected sure. an actual rap rap song. Nigga, it's your lead thing. It's your lead you single to an album that you've you haven't dropped in over 6 to 7 years. fam so i thought it's okay let's move forward i was very no, disappointed wait, no, no, but no. so let the nigga get his back bro i my nigga um have you heard the new jd yep i like that shit that actually saved mm, i listened to that after the joy better so i was like oh this is what i want um 21 savage dog come on I that nigga made us everything. Yeah, <laughs> was and J- and is coming. And JD is coming. Uh what else Rocco Day? I haven't listened to the Cordier actually. 
I have, and, I was... and, and, I'm, and, and, I, and I like it, man. I like it. Yeah, yeah I like it. Last boy. Um, not quite, but I'm not sure yet. But I know how hard it is. Like your second album is hard, especially after such success. But I like the growth. It's an expensive album with the right features, but it's it sounds great. He's um, he's heard you, the right, but the writing is impeccable. Did you listen to the new O? Oh yes, amazing. That's that was actually the first thing I listened to. Love it. Yeah, I I went to Earl before I before I even thought about going to Corday, but I yeah. listened to to the Corday. Um, what's this thing? The freestyle he did on on LA because that was fire. That nigga can rap, yeah. rap. I like I like the Earl, bro. I really like what Earl was doing. Um, I'm jealous of Earl as an artist, man. <laughs> to just do whatever the fuck you wanna do, stay in your lane and do your shit, bro. The Earl for me was a little different though. I I was I would expect that from Earl. Yeah, I would expect that from Earl. Um, it was a little different, but it was good different. It wasn't bad different. Um, the beats were unorthodox, but I mean it's Earl, so okay. But his beats yeah. are always unorthodox. It would shock me if they were, quote unquote, normal. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I I'm not complaining at all, man. Yeah, but nice. this is a nice project. He's rapping, rapping. He's like yeah, rapping, but... rapping. So he's rapping, that's, rapping. Um, that was the first project I listened. Have you heard that? Oh, dog! I, 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 an album that I'm really anticipating because I heard the snippet, and I'm not. I've never been the snippet dude, to be honest. But I've become the snippet dude. I heard the snippet of the Buster Rhymes shit, and damn. Damn boy, did you hear that? Shit? Oh shit! I should actually play. Um, uh, no, no, no. I was actually listening to the Buster's dropping a new album again. Yeah, said um the preview was like oh album done. Shit, that nigga dropped a crazy album just crazy last year. Dog. Fucking album last year, dog. That Damn that man. doesn't get spoken about enough these days. But another yeah. album's fire. But that's what I'm talking about in general that I hate in this microwave culture. Like people don't consume. That was actually my rent earlier on before you <laughs> you made fun of me using that Jack Hollow line. Like that's it. Like people don't want to chill with stuff. So everything is for instant, 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 instant gratification. Like you know what I mean? Quick and then move on. Exactly. I'm not that person. Bro, where's that clip? There's that clip of Beyonce. I'm always reminded of it. You know, people don't even do albums anymore. You know, you know, niggas, niggas, niggas be listening to that oh, shit yeah, once and asking to go on YouTube people, to like do a review. Pull up with like a, a single or whatever, and then pop from that, and you never hear from them again. You know. Yeah, dog. That's it. Except women uh, lying. You re- do you see that thing I posted on my Instagram? I don't know what was of that lady that um, lied to the kids and told them that their father was molesting them when the father was uh, yeah. not doing anything. Oh yeah, I even saw, yeah, I saw I saw that shit, bro. That shit broke my heart. Yeah. My nigga, that shit Imagine. broke my heart. But that was like um, 
we're really gonna get into it, bro. It's like we we talk a lot, and I'm and I'm I'm still of the opinion, but it just breaks my heart that I think we forget to remember that people just lie in general, right? But I'm always of the opinion that yo believe women, believe women, believe them. But yo, that woman was lying, and that woman lied for twenty fucking years, or was it twenty five? However long, bro. Can you imagine what that man went through? That's crazy. And the crazy thing is that the kids didn't remember it. It was the mom that was just on some, yo, you did that shit. You did it. You did it. You did it. Of course. And the crazy, you know what? You know what really broke my heart, bro, was, okay, a few, a few moments really touched me. Um, the first one was after, uh, so... This is, that's that Iana woman. Uh, that, that woman is fire. You should check her shit out. But um, she spoke up. Uh, um, she read the lie detector test results. And she was like, yeah, um, it says that there was no deception found or whatever. And this woman jumps up and she's like, yeah, well, if you knew you, if you, knew you weren't lying, why didn't you fight more? I was like, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Imagine. Imagine the fucking gall, bro. That was some yo, crazy, yo, was some yo, crazy yo, shit, yo. bro. But Dog. when women just choose to lie, bro. Yo, the God. And no one. And the thing is, everyone probably believed her, bro. Uh, so from that, I'm going to ask you a crazy question. Everyone probably believed her. Please, be... Please don't ask me about Meg. I was about to ask you that. <laughs> Meg, 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 Meg. I mean, if Meg is lying, of which I think she is. Yeah, I do too. What is society going to do to Meg? Nothing. Not so women can lie. So women can lie. Because, because, because at the end of the day, she was still shot. By her friend. You know what I mean? But yeah, I think the, the friend did that shit, dog. It wasn't Tori. The friend did that shit. But society and society is not going to do or say anything about it because that's the double standard that just exists it's sad it's crazy because when you think about it look at how much shit has been taken off this man's table look at how much shit this man has lost and i was Um, listening to i was listening to a part the other day and they they were just they really got into it and it was like fam you have taken essentially what how, how long ago did this happen a year two years ago two years ago you've taken two years away from a man who is and was at the beginning of this in his prime yes two he was killing shit that nigga was in his prime and he was only getting hotter now look at the setback that you've that you've uh, um that you've done look at the shit you've set this man back so much and to be honest with you, this setback could be something he can never come back from. Yeah, right now he's really coming through with the music and it's fire, bro. But the deals that he lost, the the relationships that were fucked cannot be unfucked. Fam, I imagine there were people that said things to him that if they had known that this was a lie they wouldn't have said but now you can't take those things back because you said those things but granted 
than people saying that uh, maybe they weren't supposed to be in your life to begin with but whatever the lawyer fees we were talking about last week huh <laughs> the lawyer fees we were talking about last week dog dog and he's an independent artist mm-hmm. dog them shits mm-hmm. and Meg is part of a very big machine mm-hmm Like, I'm not even going to go into that because that's a crazy theory. But that I really believe if you know how the music industry operates. Yeah. But yeah, man, that's yeah, just man. it. And um, that's just it. And I hate when some women lie because they also then play a role in in just making a mockery of the women that are really like abused. That go through that. You know? so it's, it's really sad if you then going to make a mockery of people it's of a of a real life problem that's happening every day especially in a country especially in the world right now uh, so mag man mag like the way you see the way that that shit was even broken down it's like yo fam you're the nigga that you were with at the time because they were fucking they were together they might not have publicly said it out right but they were they were always in the same area with each other we always knew they were together bro it was like a public thing yeah and then it. and then now you he allegedly shoots you and all of a sudden you don't fuck with your best friend why is she not talking to the best friend why is she not talking to the best friend like what's going on with that and best friend that had gunpowder on her exactly on yeah. her and tori See, had i no know rappers gun. i know tori rappers i know no tori residual on him bro no i know rappers i know tori story. um the, the, when i heard who was in that car they said it was tori security they said it was mag's best friend they said it was mag and they said it was tori so it's like oh damn four people into that cab i say i thinking about Who would shoot Mag? Okay, Tori. And then But, I considered the options. Tori's security would stop Tori from doing some damn shit. That's the thing. If you're if you're a nigger, come on, dog. <laughs> Are we really gonna get into this? They were at a Kardashian party, my G. And 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 here's, and here's the thing, right? Um, what was what 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 also um, Meg was the one that was thrown out at that party at because party. she was drunk and acting weird. Exactly, and and if the rumors are anything to go by, she was thrown out because she started getting um irate because apparently homeboy was not flirting with Kylie. Ha. See, you know, you know when your girl, you know, I'm, you know, I, I'm above, I'm put something for my nigga. <laughs> Tori, man. If you're a real nigga, if you've ever been around fam, a certain place. If your girl place, is thrown out, bro, you're going with her. Like, you're not staying. Doesn't matter. Fam, you're, you're leaving with her. Been, if you've been somewhere where your girl feels threatened by the host. Yeah, fine. And the host likes you? Oh, my God. And she a different breed and she gets drunk fucking kardashian my nigga. and she gets drunk it's any bro it's not just any bitch so in it's my head and this is my theory this is my theory of what happened tori was fucking max mag's best friend 
Meg probably found this out before they even made way to uh, the Kardashian house. And when she got drunk there, of course she started tripping. Especially now that she sees your boy, you know, getting a little bit more comfortable with the Kardashians. Fam, you know what my theory is? I'm going to mix it into in, in, in a little with yours. I think that nigga was fucking all of them. I think he was fucking um, Kylie. Is it Kylie? Yeah. I don't I know if it was. was fucking Kylie. I, 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 I could think have think he was genuinely flirting with Kylie um, at the party. I think, you know, that might have just generally been a nice flirt when you just like a nice a dude that's popping at the time. But I think he was definitely fucking both of them. And alcohol and emotions... Oh, if you've been around a woman that you you've done, <laughs> if you done something like that, and she has alcohol, oh my god, uh, bro, it's just a messy situation, man. But, but we'll we'll see. see we'll see what pans we'll out, see. bro. We'll see. But all all I'm saying is, if it turns out Meg was lying all along and she knew she was lying. Some of the things that have happened make sense. Some of the things that that have happened make sense if it comes out that she was lying the whole time. But then also, I don't know how I can cancel man because I don't. I really don't listen. I don't even really listen to her. (laughs) So I don't know how to cancel her. But at the same, okay. But here's, here's here's my play on this. Right, I think that people instead of instead of what they do with everyone else which is cancel with her they will find a reason to be like no let's not cancel her let's just rehabilitate her let's teach her let's forgive her because she needs healing i think that will be the turn bet bet my bottom dollar whatever it is dog accountability has to happen i don't think i don't know I don't see that. I don't see that happening in the way that I would like accountability to take place. But okay, of course, of course, it's double standard world. All right, Maggie, what's your book of the week? Uh, I did some light reading today. I mean, this week. So uh, I read Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Um, yeah, that was my book by J.K. Rowling. Great book. Um. Of course, of course, like with any book that a movie comes out of, there are certain things that are, um, yeah. But yeah, that was it's a great read, bro. And because I'm very imaginative, I'm able to see these things as they're happening, and it's it's a very great read. J.K. was and has always been on some shit with that. So yeah, shout out. What's your book? Um. I'm going to take uh, Courage is Calling by Ryan Holiday. Um, mm-hmm. Bakes into the elements of fear, defines what fear, fear is, um, expresses what being a coward is, what courage is, what bravery is, and just facing your fears. I think we should, we should have an entire conversation of facing fears because... That's a real conversation. That's an entire podcast. Okay. Of course. 
Don't you think so? What do you think of are your major fears? My major fears? Losing people and they're not dead. Wait, is that a major fear of mine? Or really? have I conquered that? Yeah, no, I've conquered that. Yeah, no, I've conquered that one. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I have to really sit down and think. Oh, um, being unprepared. That's like a real fear of mine. Being unprepared mm. for anything. And I'm talking about like, I have I have this reoccurring nightmare, right? That I've had throughout the years. Where I'm going to go write like a test or an exam. But I am completely unprepared. Like overwhelmingly unprepared. You know what I mean? And that's like a, a thing that's at the back of my mind. I, I hate... I'm afraid of being unprepared for anything. Hmm. Alright, my nigga. Uh, I think we covered everything on the docket. Good point. Hey, wait a minute, nigga. What's your fear? <laughs> we'll talk about it on the next episode. Nigga, oh, just tell me now, bro. Don't do that. Um, I've got, I've got, it's loss of life, bro. Um, loss of life for the people I care about has been um, one of my few one of my few that's one of my biggest fears ever since I was a kid um, definitely failure um, and all of that but for me I'm trying to face all these fears bro because you can never if you're scared of failure then you're gonna be scared of trying you know but from from reading this book um, I, I learned that I've never been the person that has been scared of trying to do, especially if it's a new thing. I've always had the bravery of just doing something, um, of executing a vision. So the other fears, then the other fears within that that I have to deal with. So it's a great, it's a great book, man. It's a great book. Um, definitely, you should check it out, man. Yeah, bitch, shout out. Shout out, dog. Um, What's your book of the week, my nigga? Take us away. Ah, sorry, your song of the week. Uh, my song of the week is by Schoolboy Q, and it's called Tales. It's from um, it's from the blank fate. No, no, no. No, no, Crash Talk. Yeah, yeah. I love that album, and I'm actually, I think I'm ready for a Schoolboy album. Which album do you love? Crash Talk. Yeah. Oh, and I used to hate that, that album. Yeah, the last time we spoke about that album, you were like, nah, you don't like that album. It grew on me so much, hey? Yeah, I, I liked it from the jump, dog. Yeah, it that grew on me. No, entirely like it grew on me to the point that I like almost everything from that album now. You know what's weird is that I, I, I think I don't like, the only song that I don't like is the one song that is the is the single of the album. Um, yeah, Crash Talk itself. Yeah, and yeah, is it Crash Talk? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, no, no, no. It's um something juice. That album. Oh yeah, juice, yeah. Bro. I see that song you're talking about. Yeah, I don't like that song. Yeah, I, I, I like it. It's, it's like really grown on me. The album has really grown on me, bro. I ain't even gonna lie. But Scooper has never dropped a horrible album. TDA has never dropped a bad album in general. Yeah. 
Yo, um, just like before we go, right? I was I was revisiting a couple of old Kendrick verses. Um, what's like one of your best Kendrick verses that you feel like you could put up against other Kendrick verses? Um, I'll go back to one of my favorite, um, Kendrick and one of the earlier shit. It's it's a song called Faith with Punch, um, mm. the president of TDE. It's called Faith. When I'm feeling down, I always go back to that song. That boy different with the pen, man. Yeah, man. Um, Ocean Corinthians. For me, uh, yeah, Cushion Country Corinthians is fine. But for me, I revisited um the that part remix. That verse, shit, shit. Yeah, but that nigga, that, that nigga, that little, man. that little, that little forty seconds that he gave us. Damn, that nigga, man. He, J. Cole can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> J. Cole can't do that. Not like that. Exactly. Not like that. Not Not like that. that. He can try. He has tried. I mean, that's what he would. I think that's what he tried with um, KOD. See that album? I think he really got into his bag of. I can really rap quickly too. He does it on multiple songs. But bro, um, it's not like Kendrick. It's not like Kendrick. But to be honest with you, J Cole is not a better rapper than Kendrick Lamar. J Cole is not a better rapper than Kendrick Lamar. I I enjoy Kendrick more. I mean, I enjoy um, I enjoy Cole more. But you agree that Kendrick is a better rapper. I'm asking you yeah. a question, nigga. No, I'm thinking, bro. I think you know what we're gonna have this conversation on the next on the next point. We're gonna bring up albums and stats and all of that <laughs> with more things yeah, no, to. No, we can't, to we can't be looking at, like I don't think stats. I don't think st- in a conversation like this, I don't think stats should be part of it. To be honest with you. But uh, stats can come with like delivery and all of that. That's what I'm saying. We can go. We can choose to go nerdy on it and go delivery topic. Um, voice, all of that. That's what I mean. Okay, and I, we can uh, we can even go from like year from year, just to just to view their the different mentalities at at a certain year and, and the album that they released. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. But the that. years the the years wouldn't really make sense considering that both these artists are talking about drop once every four years. But nonetheless, um, how many how many how many albums does does Kendrick have? For um, is is section is section eighty considered an album? One thousand percent. Yeah, not a mistake. I consider it an album. Yeah, I, don't, I don't really care what you consider it as. Is it a mixtape? <laughs> I think it's an album too, though. To be honest with you, because <laughs> I think one of his best. Yeah, but I'm asking you: Is it considered a mixtape or by an whom? album? By whom? Let me Google this shit. Hold up. Section 8 is an album, fam. But he released it as a mixtape before it got on the label, so he respected differently because that was his hustle, his the money. Mm. Or was it his first project under TDE? Just check if the credits are under TDE or they re-released it after he was signed. 
Uh, okay, so it says Section 80 is Kendrick Lamar's first studio release. Doesn't go into... Yeah, I know they re-released it. I bet. Doesn't doesn't go into doesn't go into that shit. But uh, but yeah, he was already under Machine Dog. He was already at Top Dog. So uh, I always count Section Eighty as his first project. Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> alright, cool. Now, because we don't have to get into the music thing right now, we can we can chop this up. Yeah, man, we can just you know close this off. Thank you very much for joining us once again. Um, we appreciate you. Please follow us, subscribe, um, give feedback. And yes, man, thank you very much for trusting us on yet another audio adventure once again. Till next week, love and light. Am I gon' share before I go? Uh, the pigs been known as my heart been skipping. I lost religion, my nine ain't perfect. A star's born, sometimes I drop by need it. My baby mama paid the bills, I ain't had shit on the smoke. The homies tell me I'm a burden, but never threw me a rope. Left me hanging on the corner, my whole life in my stash. One more strike, I'm with the lifer, split the 50 in half. I watch a nigga lose his life right in front of his kids. We keep the cycle back and forth, the demons smother our gifts. They put percentages in front of us when give us a chance. The only way that we'll see 30, less we live in a camp. Probably miss my mom's funeral, my daughter a hoe. Because the man of the house ain't the man no more. Bitch, I call my girl, she done found my dope I sent her in the deep depression to her post-wink ghost And I just sit and watch from hell as the pyro grow So long stuck behind the fire trying to climb my flow I tell you body, 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 body.